I had another meeting today, so I didn't get home not, not that long ago. I'm trying to get caffeinated hey, again. I worked 12 <laughs> hours today. I'm tired, too. And uh, I have our annual toy drive um, Tuesday. So that was a 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. day. Damn. Dang. It was all good, though. Lots of toys to lots of kids that may not have a Christmas without that program. Good job, man. Making dreams come true out here. What was the uh, miracle moments is what we were using Creating miracle moments for those in need this holiday season. Is that, is that like a is that like a callback to the Music City Miracle? No, not really. We kind of. Not un- intentionally. But like unintentionally. <laughs> I mean, if you want it to be. <laughs> Sounds like it's pretty intentional to me. Okay, I, ca- I kind of do want it to be. Yeah. All right. Well. It is then. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just like that. Glad I got that. Welcome to the Big Ten Rich Podcast, y'all. Oh, shit. Well, welcome, what? y'all. What the hell is. Well, oh, shit. We're, we're recording oh, this call. Oh, man. I just got a friend of mine messaged me that uh, apparently. Oh, Uh-oh. this is crazy. Is this breaking? Is something breaking right now? Uh, I guess. Apparently, Arthur Smith is going to go coach for the Georgia Bulldogs. Kirby Smith's out. What? No, there's not. That's not true. (laughs) What the the hell hell is going on? (laughs) Somebody needs to lay off the peyote. Well, I mean, I would say you need to after the conversation (laughs) we had in our Facebook chat. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you stepped in it, Rich. That was oh, a long day. So was this so is this conversation right now a throwback to the conversation we had earlier? Oh, it is. Is this is this throwback Thursday? Okay, something that <laughs> funny can't happen and we can't not talk about it. If y'all saw me fall in a pile of shit, you should bring it up because I fell in a pile of shit. Not that Richard stepped in shit. He just did something really funny. And I can appreciate it because somebody told him some bad information. If yeah. all of Richard. If here's the thing. I want to pre- preface it with this, though. Uh, I would, preface all day. I would like to always try to pass along information to my friends that really like sports and want to be in the know on things. And so when I hear something that's kind of like, oh, this is a little juicy, I don't mind sharing with you guys. But yeah, if no, it's wrong, we, I'll say, hey, this is wrong. I, me, yeah, it's, 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 all about the, it's all about the post phase for me. Yeah. Versus the preface. Like the thing is, is if you're right, you're gonna get your flowers. We're gonna say you're right. Yeah. Unless it's is... about LSU winning the national championship in week three of college football, Kenny's probably gonna poo-poo on you instead of giving you your flowers. Um, I'm gonna do both. Yeah. Well, no, I'm probably gonna, even when you're right, I'm still gonna poo-poo on you. I mean, I did call Brady going to the Bucks though. You did. You did. But you also said. Mike Vrabel and Arthur Smith got into it. No, not Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith not Arthur is. Smith. Uh, I'm sorry. John Robinson. Yeah. John Robinson. I still. I said that somebody. I said now to my credit, I just say I was told that. Yes. You, so you I were. wasn't saying that that this was coming from me. Right. I was just sharing along what I heard because it was such big news in this did, area did, that. 
did oh. did the person apologize for giving you bad information? No. Or how I'm was not. it? How did it come out that it was bad information? Um, that it was basically somebody that's a better source. I was talking to them about it, and and the actual what happened was more clear with that person than it was the other person. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, um, it I, I've seen that same story from other sources too, which could be all from the same source. Uh, ultimately, because um, I've seen that outside of um, just this one person that told me. So um, that's why I shared it because like, all right, there's a couple, there's multiple people reporting that there was like a now, blow up fight. Do you think that because like if it was something boring, it wouldn't be spread as fast as a fight, right? Yeah. So like this is like whenever I hear something, I'm always like they they were fighting with each other, and it's like one of those things where it's like. It's one of two, well, three options are happening. It's true. Um, people are embellishing how big the fight actually was, mm-hmm. or, or it didn't even happen. Yeah. Because, like, them having a disagreement. The speculation. Literally, yeah. Them having a disagreement and being like, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. The game of telephone, <clears throat> by the time it gets to the last person, yeah. somebody's punched somebody in the eye. It's like yeah. folklore. But yeah. you know, but, but like as far as like the local guys go, you know that's like their that's their dream for something yeah. like some for some big argument, just so they can get the scoop and get the details on it. Yeah, because right. it's because it's tea, and everybody wants the tea. I'll, I'll <laughs> say this about the Titans, and I'll give a lot of the Titans insiders credit. A lot of them are trustworthy people that are actual Titans insiders. Yeah, and a lot, and it's a small group because this this team, this Nashville market, even though it's a bigger market than people, but they always they always say, oh, it's a small market team. It, but it, in a sense, like the people that's covering it is small. Like you go to to other big markets, there's probably twenty, thirty people covering the same team that are that are like actually in every press conference and every game and all that. Here it's probably like really like ten to twelve. Right, <clears throat> and out of that ten to twelve, five of them are extremely t- trustworthy. I would even go as far as saying eight. See, and, and like, and even they can get caught up in it from time to time. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things where it's just, it, you almost want it to be true just because of how spicy it is. Yeah. And you want it to make a little bit more sense than what it actually is. But in now that it's been a couple of days, so I guess to uh, to kind of full circle, um, the Titans fired. Well, Amy Adams Strunk ownership group decided to fi- fire GM John Robinson on Tuesday, and um, which was huge news. Nobody seen it coming. I don't care who you are. It wasn't something that was like, "Hey, this is going to happen," and then two days later it happened. That were nobody had a real heads up on it. Um, and it was just highly unexpected. A guy that's had seven winning seasons as your GM brought them from the pits of being a terrible NFL franchise to what it is now. And well, it really was out of nowhere. Yeah. Of and and nowhere. nobody expecting it. And I know that, you know, there's been a lot of criticism of his, 
you know, a couple of his draft picks, which is what, you know, deserving. But I would say out of the full body of what he's done here, you're like, you're going to fire that guy? Yeah. And I guess, be I careful guess, what you wish for because well, see, that's I, a I really good GM. To, I guess there's a couple of things that are kind of glaring, though. I guess, like, more recent. I mean, if you look at, like, the AJ trade, right, and then you look at, like, Caleb Farley. Yeah. The, I mean, but those, here's the the, thing. those led to two first-round picks that haven't really – I mean, now, granted, Caleb and, Farley's been hurt the entire, entire time. And I think it was because it was almost back to back, right, with Isaiah Wilson and then Caleb Farley. That, that yeah, that yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, Traylon Burks could be a hit, but you know, it's it, once again, it's another it's another draft pick that's getting hurt that we can't see what they look like. And you can't really control people's injury prone. You can't like how prone they are no. to injury. You 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 can look at their college history and see how often they were hurt, but it's their bodies are still growing, things happen, and when they get to the pro level, it's just boom, boom, boom. You know, their body starts yeah. breaking down rapidly. So I don't I, really ding them for anything. Like in the Isaiah Wilson draft pick, the guy went crazy, right? Like yeah. maybe Georgia was just really good at hiding everything. It's, yeah, it's very interesting to see him. You know, you don't hear anything. There's not one at one, um, you know, anything on his resume saying that, hey, this guy is a head case. Yeah, and so a hard time dinging him for what someone else's actions. And people will say, well, he should have known his character. Uh, we draft the Titans drafted Taylor Lewan. Who was at that involved in a rape a case or a sketchy. Uh, record he wasn't accused of rape but he was uh involved with the whoever that was right um like, he had and that a was, lot of things now i'll say this that was before john robinson right right as but, well. like, but like that gm didn't get dinged for for drafting someone that had a sketchy past you see what I mean? Like you can't you can't ding someone for their well, for even, another and, person's actions. And somebody and so, that Robinson did draft, Jeffrey Simmons, was also had something brought up from like nah, maybe he was a freshman in college or or senior in high oh, school yeah. where he punched a punched a, a, a girl or a woman or something like that. That, you know, people make mistakes. Now he's still on but, the team as a superstar and you you don't really think much of that. No, and same so thing with Lawan. Like he's, I don't know. I have a hard time dinging him for that. You can for the AJ trade, but let's just be honest. AJ didn't want to be in Nashville anymore. I thought he did. Though. I really don't think he did. I think he wanted to be paid, and he, I kept I kept hearing be, like he kept saying he wanted to retire. Like he kept saying he wanted to retire as a Titan and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, that was say that. That was before you, the actual negotiations went down, though. Oh yeah, like like he not said too far all the before, right but before in public. Anytime AJ Brown has had a chance, he's thrown the Titans under the bus. Every time the Titans have had a chance, they've thrown him under the bus. And well, so he's definitely got the it, last laugh at the moment. <laughs> and it's somewhere in the middle. It is somewhere in the middle, but neither side is going to take fault. So and like, here's the, and here's the thing why too: not get rid of him for something. 
that's where I don't hear. Like I've I've stated several times to you guys and and to other people, I hated the trade, but I understand the trade for that very yeah. reason. Like you, if you, and that I think goes with the the whole Belichick tree because both Robinson and Brayburn are, are under the Belichick tree. Is that hey, we we're going to get something out of this guy because he's going to leave anyways. My, 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 my weird thing about the trade, like they, they weren't that far. The whole thing is, like, they were so, like, close. I don't on, think they were. On pay, No, they, I heard they were, like, a few like a few million off. I heard he basically signed the same contract in Philadelphia. And then, and like. The, and the numbers weren't off, at like, hardly as much. That's what like, I'm saying. I don't, but like, I don't I, think they were. Um, I can go. I'll go try to look it up here in a bit, but and again, I want to say they, it, I'm just basing it off stuff I've read. That's like, what I'm saying. Like I've read that like the the, the Philly the, the Philly deal was not that much higher than the Titans deal, and like the Titans weren't were just weren't willing to give him like that little bit extra that he wanted, and Philly was. I think Philly gave him more guaranteed, and the Titans were just gonna like they wanted it over a period of time because they AJ Brown. Is injury prone. Yeah. Like he hasn't played a full season in how long? So I understand uh, yeah. why they're trying they're trying to protect themselves there. So again, you kind of got to look in the weeds of it all. AJ yeah. Brown didn't want to be in Nashville because he couldn't get out of the Titans what he thought he deserved. Fine, he got it in Philadelphia, and now Philadelphia is stuck with it. And when, yeah. when he falls off that cliff, he's still going to have to get paid by Philadelphia. That's just how yeah. it is. He's a great player. I'll give him that. He, but yeah, and but again, a, having a smart GM, he's going to think about those things. Yeah, so and he, he understands now the wide receiver draft class every year has Hall of Famers in it. It seems like. Yeah, and that's why um, I understand the move because one, the Titans are were more salary cap strapped. Than the Eagles as well. Uh, you have a a draft coming up that is has tons of receivers in them, um, and that should be good. I think Trevor Burks will be good. Uh, it just kind of sucks that he's going through the injury thing, and uh, oh. but he's a rookie, so um, AJ Brown had the same kind of production at this point without really missing as many games. So you're kind of like, well. Um, my issue more so than all that is right now this receiving core looks like trash if Traylon can't play. Robert oh, yeah. Woods has not done anything this year. And well, so he's he's coming off a an ACL bad, injury. Yeah. Pretty bad one. And it's always the first year back. You're still trying to get your legs underneath you. Um so that's that that's tough. But he's so, still He's out there. He still has to perform. So that's the other part of it. Yeah, and so going back to the John Robinson firing, you kind of look at it like, all right, you were the number one seed last year, and you would think that you could have just loaded up to get over that mark to win, to get to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. But we went backwards. And so I think Amy Adams uh, in the ownership group was like, if we can't get past that – then well, we well, need somebody else to do it. Well, because the thing is, I mean, really, if you look, I mean, if you look at it, like I don't know if they would have got the deal done with AJ or not, whatever. But what they're missing this year really is what they had. Yeah. 
and I think that that that's probably the most telling thing is like yeah like you're right like if if we're that close like you know from from like a if you're talking like from a coaching standpoint like man we were that close right yeah you want you you, you want to add something you do exactly to get you over the to get you over the top you don't lose what you had and then don't add anything to propel yourself forward. Yeah, and, uh, and, including and, the offensive and, line that's been really well, bad. Well, see, this that's year. another thing. See, they're short on offensive line depth. They are just because. Oh, know, it's rough. Yeah. Taylor on the back end of his career. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys, and it's just a lot of guys trying to figure out their spot. And Ben Jones on the back end of his career. Yeah. Still so muscling like, through it. It's just it's tough because. He has to, as the GM, he has to think about the future and the present at the same time. And now being salary cap strapped too, and right trying to maneuver through that. And have it, I I'll say this: if they had had Burks all season, it, it'd be a lot different of a season. Possibly. I, uh, I well, here's the thing I, too, though. This is the other part of you know why now and why. Fire him. They're seven and five, leading their division by three games, and have three. If they beat the Jaguars this Sunday, I'm pretty sure they're basically locked in to win the AFC South. And the AFC South by far isn't the worst division in football. No, not anymore. So, <laughs> it's another South. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to go back to something you said, and I'll, everybody kind of think about this. You said. Be careful what you wish for. Yes. So they got rid of, which I think we all three agree is a good GM. Well, um, if you do it by winning percentage, he's the best GM they've ever had. Okay. So I won't say that just because people are, he's good. He's at least good. Yeah. Him at his worst, he's still good. Yeah. They fire him. There's, There's been a long running tradition with, GMs when a new GM comes in. GMs like to get in their own coach. GMs like to bring in their guy. I don't think that's going to happen here, though. I don't either. You wouldn't think a good GM would get fired. I just... I I, I get what you're saying, but I think they're doing this move in somewhat of a way to give Mike Brable more power. And whoever's coming in as a GM, and see, that's what I'm worried about more so than anything, because as much as I like Mike Vrabel and think he's a great coach, he's a very, uh, wants, he's a very controlling guy and wants to have all kinds of control. Now, he hasn't, I think they like him more than they like John Robinson. I I think so so too. And so I think, I don't know, I don't think that this has been something discussed. And I think Vrabel has enough respect for the, everything to not lobby for this and to everything that I've heard that hasn't been the case. But now that John is gone and John was his boss, he may say, well, I want to run the show. I want my own personnel, which is scary scary because only one person has been only one coach that I could ever think of has been good at it. And that's Bill Belichick. And he even had a GM. Yeah. And he even had a, but he has control though. Yeah, and like, the Titans but, are still going to have a GM. I just have a feeling that what they're going to do is Ryan Cowden, who's now the acting GM, who's pretty much on the same level as Vrabel, is probably just going to inherit that 
which I'm fine with because he has been interviewing for Jim Joss for like for a while. And he's really good at what he does from all indications. So I don't hate that. Um, right. But I think ultimately Rabel's going to have a bigger say. And I just not not sure well, if that's going to be a good thing or not. The thing with the the Patriots, they have checks and balances everywhere. It can't be just um, Belichick saying, I want to sign this guy. You know, they'll be like, we, Bill, we can't. You know, this, 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 and this. And he's like, well, okay. You know, he did have power where he was like, I want that guy off my team, trade him. Mm. He's no good anymore. He did have that, which I think in a sense all coaches should have that. But I'll give it to Bill Belichick. He's pretty good about letting play go a year a year before they really just kind of fizzle out. Yeah, and, um, and you can say the same for John Robinson, and it might be because of his time there. Right. Like Jarrell Casey was a prime example of that that philosophy. Right. I think the only I think there's a couple players that you can look at that Bill Belichick let go, and they still had some good years under him. Like Chandler Jones is still. Yeah, I was about to say good. the linebacker. I couldn't think of his name, but that you, yeah, that's who. But he just didn't want to deal with that. He didn't want to deal with them. So I mean, yeah, that, that's that's the power he holds. But I mean, just be careful because. There, there's one surefire way a GM gets to keep a job when he's having a bad season. Yeah. That's to fire the coach. That gets him at least another year or two. So that, that's the only thing I would say look out for. Yeah. And I say kind of that, be careful what you wish for too, because that's what the Texans did. And... um with Bill O'Brien, and we've seen how that panned out. Yeah, he basically gutted that team and then got fired. I, I think what I think the Titans are thinking they need a facelift, and they're kind of scared of what's going to happen because they it's 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 not easy to win the AFC South right now, but if the Titans are bad. It's not a good division at all. Um, no. So it, it could go it could go wonky real quick, and maybe they just want somebody in there with some fresh ideas. I mean, that could yeah, be but I still too. think this is ultimately going to be Mike Brabel inheriting more power. I don't think there's going to be a GM that's necessarily he's going to report to. I think he's going to report directly to Amy, and the GM isn't going to be able to fire him if they wanted to. And he's gonna have what probably more more personnel, more say over the yeah roster and <clears throat> things like that. So is there any truth? Because I know I read something about like I guess some of the football decisions that were happening, like 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 Amy wasn't being involved, it wasn't being included in some of the conversations See, that John Robin was ha- Robinson was having. It's kind of hard to believe because, for an example, with the AJ Cause, trade, cause I'm like, she was how? in the room right yeah, next to him. But I, I, they, they weren't specific. They didn't say like that, that right there specifically. But like, um, it just seemed weird to me when I heard that that she wasn't I, fond about him having just like football discussions. I guess important discussions, but without her. 
being present. Yeah, and that's something so they, that they weren't we specifics. may they never specific. know if right. that's accurate or if Amy's really wanting to say in that. Um, and, yeah, and I then, think obviously the AJ Brown thing because it, I don't care what anybody says. <coughs> the timing after the Eagles game and the embarrassment it was, and AJ having a good day, and then you fire your GM a few days later, like. There's something to that. I, I can't help but yeah. think that there's not something to that. I think, I mean, the trade definitely broke something with between John Robinson and Vrabel, though. Because, I mean, he was obviously very pissed when they made the trade because he got up and left the room. So I'm um, He was pissed, but nobody, I, and, and Vrabel won't say, and, and, of course, Robinson won't say if they was actually pissed at each other or pissed at the situation. Like um, that's another thing. How can you be pissed at John when he's taking the the future of the team into consideration? Yeah, keep it. All right, fine then. Let's keep AJ for a year, and then next year he doesn't resign with us and goes somewhere else. What are we doing next year? Yeah, and I mean, I yeah. guess in, I guess in hindsight, I guess I guess Rabel felt like that <laughs> that they probably could have got it. They probably could have and should have got a deal done. I, I'm just saying, you know, like in, in hindsight, it's easy to say that would have been the right thing to try to do. Yeah. Well, th- I will say this. That's what players and former players have a bad habit of thinking that there's just endless money. Like, well, you, of can't course, ask you, know, team, and, you can't ask a team for a thirty five million dollar trade when they only have a million dollars to give. That's true. Yeah. But, you know, and you're I, right. I, they're, I, they're, always gonna be, you, they're always going to be player forward, you know. Right. Because they're and, ex-players. Because so. if you do that, you're going to end up like the Saints. I know. I, I, y'all had to cut how much in cap space this year? What cap space? Yeah, yeah. Like What's It catches cap? up with you. That's the thing. <laughs> What's the cap, bro? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, no, cap, no cap around here. The Saints all right, had to so, trade away all their draft picks. And now they're in, they are in a horrible spot because they're over the cap. Oh, we have no draft picks. And how are they even going to have a team? How are you going to be over the cap and you suck? My whole thing is is if you're over the cap and you're winning games, you can deal with that later on. But if you're over the cap and you suck, (laughs) that's a bad place to be, man. And the rumor is is they screwed up Jameis Winston's uh, injury stuff. Screwed up how? Like, let him play when they shouldn't have. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Hey, so I have so, the AJ Brown offer, offer um, from the Titans and the offer from, um, and what he got from the Eagles. Okay. So the Titans offered him 16 million per year with incentives to get close to 20 million annually. Yeah. The deal he signed with the Eagles was a four-year 100, 100 million with uh, incentives and guarantees, uh, which uh, would could get him up to twenty-seven million this year. So it was quite a bit higher then. Almost ten so, million. Yeah, well, you're, no, you're, almost, talk, you're, talk, you're talking like twenty-five and twenty-five million base per year. If he got, a, uh, he got a twenty million base. I thought he says 100 million over four. Yeah. So the average salary, but see, this you don't necessarily it doesn't break down evenly. 
And well, every, but no, but I'm saying a $25 million year. Well, yeah, average. 20, yeah, average is 25. So how many years was it with the Titans? They offered him, um, hold on. Is it three? Uh... It didn't say. But regardless, I mean, if you're looking at an average of 16 or 17 versus 25. I'm wondering how that breaks down. Yeah, yeah. Because on average, you don't, they don't pay out contracts on average. No, I'm just, I'm just each, saying for, for, for sake of price. Oh yeah, I know, but I'm just saying so, for sake for sake of comparison, like what we're we're looking at totals, I guess. I'm just right, saying, like, my, I'm just taking the with, total and spreading it. With that okay. is is like but contracts you only get paid in your nfl contracts are only technically even if it's a 10-year contract it's really like a two to three year contract like that's how all nfl contracts are are made it's just it's just what it's always been because they expect to rework you or trade you or cut you in that third year and don't really have to pay it out that's why like a lot of the old contracts are back heavy Instead of front, they're like, all right, we'll yeah. give you more guaranteed money now, but in the back, back end of it, we'll give you thirty million a year. You're never going to see it. Okay, so here's the guarantees. Um, the Eagles, uh, he's getting fifty-seven million guaranteed from the Eagles. The okay. ten, the Titans uh, guarantee was forty. So it's still pretty significant. Seventeen million difference there. I can't argue um, with that. And I'd be like, oh, and you want me to play on a better team? Okay. Yeah. I mean, all things all things considered, I mean. Oh yeah, no, he. I mean, he made the right choice for him, and yeah. the Eagles will be paying for it in a couple of years, anyways. Well, he's, I guess if uh, they get a Super Bowl out of it at some point, it's fine. Here's, it's worth it. It's they did the right thing. They here's his base salary um, for the next. Uh, wow, his base salary. <laughs> Hold on, this is kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> that threw me off for a second. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So his base salary this year is not even a million dollars. Whose? AJ Brown's. His base salary is not not a million. But he got but he got a signing bonus uh, okay. for the contract. This uh over this four point six million. So he's only making um, five million. He's making um yeah, and then and then next year his base salary is one million with the same signing bonus. So and but getting uh his yearly it's his yearly cash, which is um like if he's um you know hitting all of his incentives will be twelve million. So so when I told y'all his contract's backloaded. So it sounds pretty yeah. incentive. It sounds pretty incentive heavy on the on the on the front end of it. Well, this is so, why they move stuff around for cap reasons because the cap's down and they couldn't take these hits to pay him like this. Yeah. And so, so, so 2024, his base salary is 20 million 250 thousand, hmm. and 25 is 15 uh, million 250, and then 2026 is 30250000 so in, in all, to be honest with y'all, okay, you do know in order to get your in, your guaranteed money for that year, you have to be on the roster by a certain time period, right? Everybody understands that. 
Oh yeah, and and that guaranteed. Okay. So wait a second. So I I missed this on his 2022 his cash because his guarantees of the 57 million he's getting 24 million this year. Okay. With, he'll get. So he got a, So he got a chunk this year. Yeah. And was was but that only a million of it counts towards the uh, cap. Uh, cap. Yeah. Wait, so. It, his so cap hit was, His cap hit for this this season is five million six hundred thirty two thousand. So explain okay, this so, to me. So you're saying so you can sign a con so you can sign a contract, right? So say it's four years, whatever per year, but the but the guarantee it says so the guarantee is say twenty million. Uh huh. And they can if they cut you next year, then they don't owe you. Any of the rest of that money? No, nope. you get your guaranteed money. No, no, no. You have to be on the roster. Like each year has a different guaranteed money. Yeah, but the guaranteed is guaranteed, so you get that regardless because they'll still pay you if they cut you. You're still getting paid, and they're getting dead. So if they were to cut, say, that, all right, for an example, if they cut AJ Brown next season, they're still going to get a eight million five hundred thirty thousand dollar cap hit or no i'm sorry if they cut aj brown next year their dead cap hit on their roster would be 34 million dollars so he's not getting cut <laughs> um, no 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 he's not gonna get cut next year he probably won't get cut his dead cap for three 20, years 2025 is when they could cut him and not have any issues with but i get i guess that's where i'm confused is like if, a guy, why, if a guy just straight up gets cut I guess I always felt like that they would get paid whatever the remainder of the guaranteed money was on their contract. Yeah, you still get your guaranteed money regardless. So what happens? Okay, I, that's that's where I was kind of I was making sure I was understanding. And that's why if they cut him next year, the dead cap would be thirty four million because they've already after this season they've already gave him twenty four of it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. It's so you know the contracts with all these different leagues are so different. Well, and that's why. These GMs are figuring out when to bad, you know, they had a down year and cap has been down. How do, and that's why they try to say, well, the cap's a myth. Well, it's still there, but you can find ways to maneuver money around, uh, such as this $24 million that will, that will say. Uh, so, if they, so if they're willing to give up money on the front end as a signing bonus or something like that. It doesn't go against the cap. It doesn't go against the cap so they can actually sign more guys it's just one of those things where like like seth was saying like and they, players would rather they, they, have they, it they, they may bury themselves later on once these guys act money on the back end of their contracts start coming due yeah right okay i'll follow I'm but yeah you. that's why uh i mean and players would love to have get front-loaded cash like that and not get it sadly like take it just pay me the cash, and um, and I'll, my base salary will be one million. Bro, give me that signing bonus and cut me next year. Give a <laughs> fuck. Give <laughs> a fuck. Um, since we're on the money topic too, the other thing that's kind of crazy about the John Robinson firing is he signed an extension along with Vrabel in February. That's so okay. So listen, so, so they're going to still okay. pay him for the next four years. Okay. So that's that's where you got that's where I'm lost now because I, I forgot about that. You sign a guy to an extension, 
which kind of leads me to believe that his past transgressions couldn't have bothered you that much. Yep. So it had to be something else. Right. I I think it's an emotional thing with, I think it, it was a, a AJ Brown kind of a spur of the moment. Just that one, that that one game was enough for them to be like, you know what? I know we're going to owe you a lot of money over the next four years, but fuck it. Richard, can I ask you a question? What's that? Do you have a weird feeling? And I'm saying it may be a small percentage weird feeling, but still a little bit of a weird feeling that maybe Mike and Amy look at each other at next year's draft and go, fuck, we shouldn't have done that. Oh, I think it's highly uh, likely. But I also think that they have Ryan Cowden there and he knows what he's doing. He was interviewed for several GM jobs um, the last three seasons. And he hasn't gotten one, but, you know, for somebody like the Steelers um, GM retired last season and they were very close to hiring Ryan Cowden as their new GM. The Steelers don't hire people that they unless they're all in. Look, they they had that GM for 20 something years. They've only had three head coaches in their history. Yeah, so somebody like that, yeah, they don't they when they invest in somebody and it was down to him and whoever they did hire was 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 what I'm getting at. So and and if they were to be that high regarded of him, it just shows you that he's ready to be a GM. So I think at the worst you have him to fall on as a GM and um and um I don't necessarily hate that, but the biggest question is, is where where does Vrabel lie in that? Are they gonna be the same and both report to only Amy? Or is one gonna be over the other and if one wants to fire the other, they can. And the the other thing that's gonna suck about this is if Amy's like if one guy, if they have the same amount of power, one guy's going to go, hey, Amy, we need to draft this guy. And the other guy's going to go, no, we don't need to draft him. You don't want owners making personnel decisions. No, because I mean, look what her dad football. did with Vince. Now, given Vince Dude. probably could have been good. I don't know. It was such a weird situation because your yeah. head coach didn't want you. He had all kinds of talent but didn't necessarily have the work ethic and the coach didn't want to necessarily work with him on that. And so, but her dad made that decision. He said, Nope, we're sticking with Vince. When Fisher and your offensive coordinator wanted Matt Leinart, your GM who was Floyd Reese wanted Jay Cutler. And, but Adam said, no, Vince is our guy. Hindsight, Floyd Reese was right. (laughs) Also, you can't really celebrate Floyd Reese because he put the Titans in, cap hell for how long well Reese, i thought was a really good gm but there at the end yes it was it was it was time for them to part ways and fisher too i mean it's just one of those things that you got to the end of the road there and and that's just how it is but uh you know just looking at john robinson he's had a he had a better track record Winning percentage than Floyd did, and you know, and they you both just, made it as to ask like Floyd made it to a Super Bowl. John Robinson made it to the AFC Championship, and that's why, and that's why people will always hold Floyd in higher regard because he made it to the show. I mean, yeah, possibly. Uh, um, yeah, 
I'm just saying, okay, whatever they do next, you have to be better than what that you just had because what you just had was really good. I agree. I, agree. I, mean, he, he, I would say he had more hits than misses. Yeah, and here's the thing, too. You know, I think what's more criticized here from is where the roster is now is because of the 2020 and 2021 drafts. A lot of GMs had issues with those drafts because of COVID, and they couldn't have their visits. They couldn't see the players as much. They couldn't talk to them as much. It was very, you know, things were on Zoom and, and all that, and it was just hard to really scout and, and figure out where the talent was. And that's why you see a ton of guys that were in later rounds are way better pros than a lot of guys that were drafted in the first and second rounds out of that class. And I say that sort of vaguely because I don't – I know of some cases, and I'm kind of categorizing or um, blanketing statement that. So I'm going to go back and look to see if that's right. But um, that is something to kind of keep an eye on is those COVID drafts were not the best scouted. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say this, like it's 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 hard. You you had a good GM because he would take chances, like he would go out and make moves. Yeah, like he was active. Like yeah, the, you, you know, don't and, want as a fan base, you don't want a boring GM. Now you'll have people who don't know much about football be like, well, he never went and got a wide receiver, and when we got a wide receiver, he traded him. That's, people don't understand the wide receiver position now is a dime a dozen. I'm sorry. The market is going to get flooded, and everybody's going to have hol- uh, a Hall of Fame receiver on their team yeah. at some point. It's just it's how, it's how football is now. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a Jerry Rice. <clears throat> some teams yeah. think the Bengals have two. <laughs> it's just, you know, uh, the Vikings well, may end up with the greatest receiver of all time. Yeah. So, like, I understand why he, I guess the trade was kind of lackadaisical, and you're not gonna you're not gonna get a first round draft pick for a wide receiver anymore. You're just not. Uh, I think I do, think what happens this this was happening over the last two seasons, maybe even next season, is gonna tell how the future is because, you know, people like the Tyreek Hill trade was probably the last time you'll see a big trade for a receiver like that. Yeah, I guess it just depends on because you know like there are going to be a lot of good wide receivers out there, but not every you know it's one of those things where like not every team is going to be able to hit on the right one. True. You know what I mean? So there are I think there'll still be those outliers where teams will think they have a guy, but he doesn't quite pan out, and they kind of because the way the league is, they're going to be kind of forced or feel like they're going to be forced to make a trade for a wide receiver. Because they miss, you know what I mean. Well, and, and this right. is a. But, go ahead, Seth. Because I was going. No. I was uh, say, oh no, go you go. No, because I'm about to change the subject a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> My thing is, is like, in in the past, wide receiver was a really hard position to draft, mm-hmm. and you almost didn't want to touch one in the first round unless it was a Calvin Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Because you can look back. Dwayne Bow bust. My like you can name hundreds of wide receivers. Do we want to label Bow a bust? Oh yeah, Dwayne Bow's a bust. That Bow, that Bow bust. Yeah, that's was LSU Bow though. Dude, LSU he was Bo. awesome in college. He was. I love watching Dwayne Bow in college. He had a but couple like, of years though, right? Maybe one. Oh, one I think probably one. One. Oh, okay. But like that's the thing, like. 
you can go probably the past three years, the wide wide receiver position has been ridiculous Mm -hmm. in the draft. Ridiculous. But the years before that, it's just like it happened overnight. And I think that's why he was at some point you have to be okay with the A.J. Brown trade. Now, you can't pull the Lions and draft a wide receiver in the first round five years in a row. (laughs) you're not gonna it's not gonna work for you but they finally did hit on calvin though (laughs) oh yeah they did dude how was that a miss um at least you could at least make turn him into a tight end um too bad they wasted dude think about that he could have been gronk before there was a gronk that's crazy i'm sorry i I got off subject (laughs) but like i don't know i like I, i keep going back to it being because of the aj brown trade and we have no other reason other reason to believe that it wasn't it wasn't for that. Like Well, from some info that I, I that I was given that seems very accurate, it seems like over the last month there's been a lot of doubts about those classes, the previous draft classes, and with injuries and things like that. And I think Caleb Farley being injured and then had back surgery today actually, and so he's not gonna be back this year, which he wouldn't have been playing anyways. Um, so I think that was what kind of started this whole thing. But then once we played AJ, it just seems like it just pulled the trigger. And I just hope that it wasn't out of an impulse that they really calculated and figured out that, hey, we want something different that's going to be able to push us over the top that Robinson just hadn't gotten there yet. So they ran out of patience. And but um, I just don't I, I guess I mean, just I hate to keep going back to the same thing, but like. That, that I just don't understand. I mean, I get the the trade. I just don't see how they thought the trade was going to make them better at, at the time. You know, Trading given, AJ? Given, yeah, because given how close they were. Oh, I don't even. I'm saying even. If, I'm just saying. I'm just saying even if they got the exact same level of production out of the new guy. I mean, you're saving yourself a month some money, right? Well, if you got the same production on a new guy, then it's a win because it is, it is, a, it is, it is a win. But I'm just saying, it's still not. Oh, it's still not going to get you over the top. I don't think they thought they were gonna. This was going to be a win. I think they thought let's trade for the future. It I think he win. thought that it wasn't going to work out, and we better get a first round pick while we can, or he's going to be a free agent next year and we get nothing. I guess I guess for me the whole thing is just so odd because of how close they were. That's well, that's, 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 where, that's where it's I'd hard almost for me. be okay with that because you would have had a year. Say say they still got Traylon Burks, and this uh, this is gonna make make me go back to they've been chasing a wide receiver pick even before even before um, Traylon Burks. This goes all the way back to Isaiah Wilson trade or Isaiah Wilson draft. You should have fucking drafted T. Higgins right there. Just thinking about oh, the Titans roster. You did not need a right tackle. Too. You did not need a right tackle. Love you had one. T. Higgins. You had Dennis Kelly, and you had Taylor Lewan as your tackles. You did not need to draft a freaking uh, right tackle. Even though he was a looking at him, he's a beast. He played well in college. You did not need that. What did you do? did need? Because all you had was A.J. Brown. And... And your tight end and Derrick Henry. Um, well, I can't think of tight end's name. It's at the Patriots now. Johnny Smith. That's all you had on offense. Just imagine adding T. Higgins with A.J. Brown. 
right there in that draft. You know, and another then, thing that you got to give him credit for, he let Corey Davis walk. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, that's, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you did that. Yeah, I was okay with that. I was okay with that one, too. I'm like. He only had one I, good season, and it was that season that he had a contract I, year. At the same time, like, I don't know. People are, that's just, I don't know. It's just more fan stupidity than anything. People who think. Like but he also had Marcus Mariota days. for the majority of the time he was here, too. And as much yeah. as I like him as a person, he just isn't. I mean, he's getting benched this week. He's not Desmond getting benched play, though. They're just moving he's not to the future. He's getting benched for poor play. Well, that's, they want to see what the kid has. They but they're right in the middle of a – they could still win the AFC or the NFC South. That's a weird I, move. I, I don't think they want to. I don't think they have. <laughs> At this point, I don't think they do either. <laughs> But they Richard, have lost. But, but they great, have. But, yeah. but the thing is, they have lost like three games in a row. Richard, yeah, um, I just got a. I just got an alert. I got a text message from an insider. They don't want to win it <laughs> at all. <laughs> They'd actually like to not win any more games moving forward. And they're Please like, the "Why do y'all keep losing, Bucks, Saints, Panthers? We're trying to do this." Dude, uh, I cannot wait till the Buccaneers win the <laughs> NFC South. With a losing it record, the most pathetic. This is like, this is worse than losing every game all season. This is worse because at least because they're you know, like playing with your emotions instead of just calling it the year. Dude, you know we what? can't score touchdowns. We you know what would make me? Touchdowns. You know what makes me happy? And I know you're gonna laugh at this and think it would never happen in a million years, but if they win the division, right? And they go to Dallas. No, they and wouldn't. They, uh, and they wouldn't? No. Or they, 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 Why wouldn't they? They could potentially, though, right? In no, the playoffs? Dallas would get the wild card. Yeah, they could play them at home. Oh, are you saying playing at Dallas? No, I just mean play them. In, I didn't even play them at all. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. I oh, yeah, I, mean, I, miss, I misspoke. I guess what okay, I'm saying okay. is, like, they, they, they make it to the playoffs. They play Dallas and upset Dallas. That would make me so happy. That would be a win. I, I would like, all right, guys, season over. Good job. No need to play the next round. <laughs> I'm just saying because, like, that would, that would just make that. Because, like, right now, I hate where Dallas is. I love it. But this is the thing. You know, it's not, it's not even the team. It's the fans that I hate. But I actually like yeah. watching. Like, this version of Dallas, I actually enjoy watching. When they're actually like utilizing Tony Pollard more often, and their de- the way their defense is playing, like it's actually fun to watch for me, anyways. But it kind of makes me watching the Buccaneers' offense. But it also pisses me Jeez. off at the same time, you know. They put. I think it's the. I think Julio Jones just curses teams now. Oh, yeah, really it seems do. that way, and oh, and that probably played. <laughs> he, had a, he, had good, he had that one good. He had one good snatch though. Man, oh, what a fall from game? grace, though. What a fall from grace, Julio Jones. Like, he's still probably going to be a Hall of Famer, and or he oh, should for be. Sure. Well, he got uh, hurt. He got hurt, and he just never really it's crazy. bounced back from it. It's crazy. I'll say this. It's just more proof that Mike Evans is the best receiver the NFC South has ever had. <laughs> ever? Well, how many How many years? Uh, let's compare years. Ever. Has he been there as long as Julio? Uh, no, they haven't. But every year, Mike uh, Mike Evans has played. He's better he than. A yards. He has a thousand yards receiving. He's he better than Mark. Not have. Is he better than Marquez Colson? 
Yeah. Joe Horn? <laughs> uh, no, I do like Joe Horn, even though he was a saint. But, yes, he was better than Joe Horn. Joe Horn. Um, man, uh, Lee Steve Smith? He's better than Steve Smith, but I just like Steve Didn't Smith. Didn't Steve Smith get a jacket last year? Oh, Mike Evans is he, getting a jacket. Is he better than Roddy the Body? Ooh. Oh, Roddy White? Yeah, he's better than Roddy <laughs> yeah, he White. Is better, than Roddy, better. Better, better than Roddy White in his prime. Oh, yeah, for sure. First. Roderick White the first? Oh, yeah, he's better. I like Roddy White. Roddy White was awesome, but, yeah, he's better than Roddy White. Mm. I feel like there's a receiver we're missing, though. That better Don't than say DJ Michael Moore? Thomas because – no, nothing. Is he better than DJ Moore? <laughs> yeah. Um, since we're on the wide receiver topic, and I was trying to transition to college because I know Seth, you got to go soon, and I definitely want to talk college. I was trying to transition from where we're talking about drafting wide receivers, how the college game has changed so much to these high octane passing offenses, and wide receivers playing more of a pro style running routes and you're just seeing so many of them come out of college that are well that are doing well mm-hmm. um so with I, I that say, to transition into say, the college talk yeah if you ever want to know what pro football is going to look like in three to five years just watch college football and that's it why always, i've been more into college always, lately as well yeah well, yeah, I mean, like, that's just, that's just college was so much doing. fun to watch this year, and um, especially now that we're we know who's in the the football playoff, uh, which was an insane like, ending to the season with all the dude, teams. Still, I'm still a little surprised with how some of it played out, honestly. Well, like yeah. my question to y'all is: Is are y'all surprised by anybody that's in the playoffs? Not right now. Not necessarily. I'm more surprised with the fact that like so many of the teams lost. Like the fact that, yeah. that TCU and USC lost surprised yeah. me a little bit. I mean, I know Utah's good. Yeah. But they. God, they. They smacked <laughs> That was such hey, a good boy. game to watch, just because of how how dominating they were. Well, U- Utah has had USC's number for a couple of years now. And they have, it, It's yeah. been weird. It's been weird. Now, the one person in this group that's not surprised TCU lost is me, who bet Kansas State to win that. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, uh, I, I, and, went the, I went the other way because I thought it was going to be – I figured it was going to be like a very close game like the last one was. But I felt yeah. like, you know, TCU has been on a roll. So I was like, I I just had a feeling they were going to edge it out, man. Like, it didn't matter in the long run because they still ended up making it in. But I'm like, I, I guess I'm not surprised. Like I said, if you take the games individually, I'm not surprised that either one of them lost. I'm more surprised that both of them lost. Yeah. That's, I guess and, from, I guess that's that's what I'm getting at. And it wasn't surprising, but it's just the timing that the Oregon lost to. Yeah. And and unfortunately for you, Kenny, the LSU lost. Oh, that was some trash right there. Which I mean, <coughs> I didn't think they were. I mean, when they in the SEC championship, it was just Georgia is just too damn good. I guess uh, I to me, I guess I just I, got, I, I don't like the mix like it like it was. I guess I would rather see. 
USC. I don't know. I just liked it. Be- I liked it better when it was a little bit more variety. I don't want to see Ohio State. I guess more or less. But that is kind I of don't, deserved I don't to be there. See, I don't want to see Ohio State in it again. Well, I, I they're playing Georgia. Because <laughs> I'm about to leave real quick. Um, I did bet Kansas State to win their, that conference on September 1st. Yeah, that was good. It was a good call. So that was a nice little paycheck. Nice. Also, my Caleb Williams Heisman bet is looking very good. That was also placed September 1st. Um, nice. But is it is it odd that Hendon the Hendon Hooker is not in that conversation? I know you don't like Tennessee, yeah. but given given his stats, I'm like no, no, it, it is. He definitely deserved to be there. Everybody's crying because Stetson's there. My thing is, is I don't mind Stetson Stetson's being there. Fault. It's not Stetson's oh no, that's the thing. I don't mind him being there it's, either. But I'm just saying, why is Hooker not as well? He didn't finish. He didn't finish in the top four in voting. That's, but that's what I'm saying. But why? That's what I'm saying. Talk like, to the voters. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, just hard, it's just hard to believe given it, like his his stats, especially when you compare like what he did like against SEC competition. Yeah, he has some pretty damn good stats, man. I'm just like I'm not a Tennessee fan either, but I'm still kind of like, what? I I think Stephen Bennett is really a two year, like he's not gonna win, but for two years he hasn't lost this regular season game. Yeah, and he's a walk on. So they're looking at a, a larger body of work for him, I guess. I think so. And, and he's just not losing. Fat- he's not doing they're anything throwing- to be like, like right. he's he's solid. Like there's no flaws yeah. with him really, because he but doesn't have I to do a whole lot. They're also looking at the fact that he was a walk on. Yeah. So like, there's a bigger story with him. So guys are like, yeah, Stetson Bennett, let's give him his flowers. He's not going to win, but. You know, let's let him go stand up there. Who do you think um, will win? Oh, it's Caleb Williams, USC. I think he's he's shown the most out of the four guys. So if had. you had to take, so uh, were they only allowed to bring six people? Four. In six going? The four finalists. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I thought I seen six. As long as it's not Bryce Young. So the four finalists is 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 who Caleb Williams, uh, Stetson Bennett, Bryce Young, and and the TCU quarterback, Duggan. Yeah, there's only four. There's only four content four, four okay. guys. For some reason, I thought there was six. No. No. Uh, William, Williams, Stroud, Duggan, and uh, what's what's his name? So Bennett. who would you replace with Hooker, the Duggan guy from TCU? Who would? No, I would put if if Hooker was there, Bennett wouldn't be there. Hell, I'd put, I'd put Hooker over, um, to be honest name? with you. Alabama quarterback? Because he beat him? Bryce oh, yeah. Young? He's not in it, though. Yeah, he's not there. CJ Stroud, Mike, uh, Max Duggan, and Caleb Williams, and Stetson Bennett are the. Oh, so the, the, the Heisman winner from last year? Uh, I mean, he's I, there because a... it's the Heisman trophy, but no. No. But he's not eligible. He's not up for to win it. No. Right. Okay. He didn't have that good of a season though. Not this year. No. Okay. Not compared to last year. See, that's where I was like, uh, shouldn't Hooker be there instead of him? Because I thought there was six for some reason. Count. So that would be him and. Yeah. What does Hooker's stats look like compared to C.J. Stroud? Is what? Oh no, Hooker. Hooker. Even being hurt, 
should be there over Stetson Bennett. Agreed. So it should look like Caleb Williams, C.J. Stroud, Max Duggan, or Dugan, I don't know, and Hooker. And so that would be there, but, like, he had an incredible year. He didn't run into, like, pick problems until he played Georgia. Well, he only threw, what, two picks all year? Until he played Georgia. Well, he he threw a pick against Alabama and a pick against Georgia. I think this is only two interceptions all year. Probably threw two at at the game. He threw two against Georgia? Then... Then he threw three all year. If if so, I don't I don't know. But did he? I don't know if he threw. No, he don't think he threw one against South Carolina. He but did. he only has two the whole season. Yep. So one. I mean, so both against Georgia or just one against Georgia? Just one against Georgia. Yeah, one one with Alabama, one with Georgia. Is all he threw all year? Yeah. Two interceptions and how many touchdowns? Oh my God, he got sacked six times by Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> How many touchdowns did he throw this 27. year? So 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. Pretty good. Four, Pretty 400. Good. But then 400 with 400. Let's see, 430 yards rushing. Oh, and he and, ran for probably and five five touchdowns on the ground. So five, 30 five rushing touchdowns. 32 touchdowns, two interceptions. How many passing yards? Uh, thirty-five hundred, yeah, and so almost four thousand yards total with his rushing yards. That's in one season. That's damn good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's it's good, and he arguably deserves to be there. It's just the voters thought this was their four. Man, it's a weird move. It's a weird move. Like if you compare him to like all the other guys, honestly. If you look at if you just, I mean, you can't look at just stats, obviously. You can't. But if you do just but if you do just look at the stats you're like <laughs> Huh? <laughs> so like, what is, how is, what is, like, how is this dude not stat? in there? I guess I could look it up myself. Um Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. So I already know what so Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams had a good season. He had like no Caleb Williams threw for like I think over four thousand yards. Caleb, four thousand and seventy-five yards, thirty-seven yes. TDs, and four interceptions. Okay, that's and that's why. And yeah, so he rushed for three seventy-two, and he actually rushed for ten touchdowns. Okay, so he's got some. He he's got monster numbers. Like so, he's he's in there, hundred percent. So. What is the Duggan? Oh, CJ Stroud. <laughs> 3,300 yards, 37 TDs, six interceptions. Now, you could also point out the fact that... I mean, that's solid, though. Hooker didn't play, what, two games? Uh, He missed one game. He just missed the Vanderbilt game. Okay, so then, yeah. And and, and, and I would say about half the South Carolina game. Dude, imagine if he played in that Vanderbilt game. Well, if you just put up... If you just give him the stats that... uh, uh, the backup that did play in there. I mean, because they still destroyed Vanderbilt. Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd probably be going stat for stat with Williams at that point if he would have played in that game. Yeah. No, he wouldn't have. <laughs> Just playing. No. No, Max. Now he would with Max Duggan. Yeah. Three hundred yeah. yards, thirty touchdowns, and four interceptions. Yeah. He's and maybe because he, and maybe because he didn't finish the season, maybe that's part of the. That has to be it, but it sucks. Now, uh, 
how do we feel about Alabama being five? I don't care. I don't. I care. mean, it doesn't I really matter. Care, I just but, care about the uh, the playoff <laughs> at this Joe, point. But did I know Joe, I know Tennessee fans are upset about it. Did y'all see the that he was on? What was it, the halftime of the Pac-12 uh, championship game? Like out there lobbying on ESPN about them getting in. Oh, yeah. Talk about the point spreads and stuff like that. Hey, he wasn't wrong. He's not, (laughs) but at the same time, like, you got to shut up because, like, people – because when you start talking like that, people are going to look at you and be like – I do, but at the same time, they're going to be like – a lot of people are going to flip the argument on him and say, you shouldn't even be above Tennessee. If you look at their strength of schedule and the fact that they beat you head to head, they really should. So, if, right. So they're going to be like, maybe. Should. So they can say, you're wanting to get into the playoff, but maybe you should quit while you're ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, just people, gonna, people, and... people are going to people are going to start throwing that stuff in his face. He was out there spitting though. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's Give right. Props for that. He was and maybe he's shot. right. But the, but you know how the college playoff works? It's like it's like. You want it to be the four best teams, and a lot of times it's close. But you know they look at which teams deserve it the most too, mm-hmm. based on whatever factors they're looking at, conference championships, etc., and all that stuff. So it ain't all, it ain't always the absolute but, uh, best teams. And I'll say this to Tennessee fans: I think you got a much better bowl game and a much better. I mean, time and location. Well, not location, because it'd be pretty cool to be in New Orleans for New Year's too. But, um, but playing Clemson seven o'clock in Miami versus playing Kansas State in at eleven a.m. in New Orleans, I think you're. I think you probably should be cool with the bowl game you got. Speaking of that, man, I, I can't, God, so. I can't, can't wait till that. Weekend. That will be a good game. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see them play Clemson. I mean, what we got a couple weeks. It's what most it's of those games are. Most of those games are on. Yeah, I was gonna say they're on like New Year's. Yeah, it's one of the 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 big six bowls. So or the uh, what is it? Whatever right. they call them, six bowls. Yeah. Uh, big six. Oh, I do know this. If that kid that backed up. LSU's quarterback starts next season. I'm put, I'm betting him to win the Heisman. Oh shit! That dude just flung the football everywhere. Dude, it was it was, was <laughs> it was it was fun to watch. <laughs> I was like, dude, you know. he's gonna put up monster numbers because he's just gonna throw bombs. Yeah. Is Jefferson? Like, is it Jefferson? No, not Jefferson. Who's the their starter this year? Daniels? Yeah, JT Daniels. Yeah. He's not back. Is he a senior? No, he'll probably it, he'll probably be back. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. It was fun to watch. Uh, uh, one one team we haven't mentioned was Michigan. I mean, how do we feel about their chances? Because I feel like I mean, they, it's Georgia and Michigan and everybody behind them. Like, I don't see anybody coming well, close to either one. If people don't realize what the why the the seating doesn't mean anything, the seating means absolute crap because they put Ohio State and Georgia playing each other just because no matter who wins that game, they're banking on the fact that 
Michigan's going to win. Oh yeah, they they they're, they're setting up a national title game with me. They want it's going to be Michigan and Georgia. They, and they want that's that. That's what I want. <laughs> that's, that's want what everybody that wants. As a rematch, or they want Michigan Ohio State. Oh, dude, fuck no. That's what they want. That's why they no, put no, it like that. So is there any? Nope. Nobody wants that. Do you, do we think <laughs> that TCU has a chance of even beating Michigan? I would yeah, say got a chance. everybody has a chance, and it would be hilarious. <laughs> the, the thing, the reason why it would be, chaos, the reason why, yes, the reason why it'd be hilarious. I, because I, I would, I feel like, imagine a Georgia TCU game, and I just picture Georgia embarrassing the shit out of them. I don't even see that. I don't know how much better because Ohio State's going to present problems for Georgia because of their deep passing attack. That's where they're vulnerable. I mean, you saw it in the LSU game. Not so much in the Tennessee uh, game. Uh, Tennessee game, but we were able to get to the quarterback. Like if we're able to just dominate their offensive line, then it's not gonna it's not gonna bother us. I mean, hell, our defensive tackle injured the LSU quarterback by just lifting them up off the ground. <laughs> that was such a weird, hey man, crazy we're fragile, we're fragile out here. Man, you, Richard, do you realize that's what the, the SEC championship poster was? Oh, really? <laughs> it was lifted. him holding the quarterback in the air with his number one finger up. That should have been sponsored by Lyft. <laughs> that's good. I see what I see myself there. out. Stop. There you go. Um, but, yeah, like, like I'm not so sure that it's going to be blowouts this year. I, I'll be wrong. That's fine. I'll, I'll, eat, I'll eat crow. But, like. Don't be surprised if TCU gives Michigan Julie, the ball. Crow, you TCU. want to be wrong. <laughs> this is, this, TCU, TCU this has is, a good defense. This is Seth reverse psychology and stuff. It right is, now. and that's his thing, and I appreciate it. I, I, I just know <laughs> that we're, we're – And then when they win, he's going to be spitting hellfire and grimstone. It's, Told it's you, Heisman, bitches. <laughs> it's Heisman finalist against Heisman finalist. I mean, he's there for a reason. C.J. Stroud, he's a good quarterback. <laughs> He could cause problems. Seth, we just George, we just have to get to the year. quarterback. Get over exactly. it. They're that's, winning. That's how it is. If I, I got over it, I, you can get over it. <laughs> if you want me to pick who I would like to see in the championship, I'd like to have Michigan again because it gets into what I like about football, what people are going to talk about, and it's going to be our offensive line against their defensive line. And their def- and you know, vice versa. I like yeah, w- yeah. when those battles are like that. That's the most like you like. I don't know that to me. That's the most intriguing matchup. Like if those two teams end up meeting in the in the championship, like that's that's what I want to see. Yeah, because so much of that was in their game last year. I mean, their offensive line came in wearing like road crew like shirts, <laughs> and, like like we're we we ain't scared of these guys. And they regretted Oops. it instantly. Like I mm-hmm. give them, all, I give them credit. They had all the moxie in the world, walking in like they owned the place. But <laughs> they didn't have a guy like Jordan Davis until oh, they God. found out. Until they found out there was just ring. Jordan exactly. Davis, my God. Did you hear the? Did you hear the stat? When he plays for Philadelphia versus when he doesn't, the yards per carry. 
Oh, it's crazy, man. It's like 5.6 or like 6.5 when he's not playing. Yeah. And it's like 2.3 when he is. Yeah, yeah he played play against a the Titans, run-stopping run monster. That dude is yeah, like – That dude is so good. big, man. He is ridiculously dude, big. I laugh my ass off when people are like, oh, he takes plays off. That's because he can. He plays so good, he can take a play off. Warren Sapp took plays off. Oh, like, that's I'm glad you like, brought that up. And not to, to, to cut the conversation off, but I was – one thing that I absolutely love, just because I'm a radio guy, is hearing the Westwood One calls of – of a primetime game while I'm driving home and it's dark and, you know, you're just hearing that clear, crisp, just football <laughs> on your radio. And when I heard um, Kevin Harlan, who's one of the best play-by-play yes. callers in the business, uh, yes. call the Vita Vey dropping back to middle linebackers <laughs> this past, whoever, uh, whenever, uh, what was that, Sunday night when they played? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> I was just like, wait, what? What's happening? Vita Vey dropping back to middle linebacker for the Buccaneers. Dude, I love Vita Vey. He's so athletic to be so fat. It's (laughs) incredible. It's incredible. Reminds me a lot of me, is all I'll say. (laughs) Um, Sure, spirit animal. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, But, like, that's, like, they got, now they have Sue and Jordan Davis. Well, that's, that's better than better than them two. Uh, better than Sue is uh, uh, Hargrave, I think, on the Eagles. Dude, that, that dude's having a year. They went from when they were struggling to stop the run to I wish a motherfucker would run on us. The Eagles have got. They're definitely the best team in the NFL for a reason, and their 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 uh, roster is fucking good. Man, I like. I want to see a Buffalo Philadelphia Super Bowl so bad. Oh, that would be so awesome! So bad. The two craziest fan bases. Yeah, there's that, gonna be fights. Just, there's gonna be fights. So everywhere. much. So and just explosive offenses. Yes, I'm at a point where I, yes, I, I would love good. to see Buffalo win. To be honest with you. Yeah, and it, it would be against the best team in the NFL. Like I don't know. I just it, it excites me. I think both teams are just. Yes, the Bills have dropped two or three. Three? Yeah, they, they've they been struggling. Yeah. So, like, at some point, they're going to get their legs underneath them, and they're just going to turn it on. That's the yeah. other part I'm so surprised. I think Josh Allen's hurt, and that's a big part of it. But losing losing Von Miller sucks. Sucks. I'll say this about Philadelphia. They have so many new people playing for them. I'm surprised they're as good as they are. Oh yeah, that's I agree. coming from a person who has a completely different, who had a completely different offense and won a Super Bowl. Like yeah. they have more than what we had, and they're still doing very well. Well, and and Sarani's a good coach, it seems uh, so far yeah. to put together that team and and gel, and they got a good GM too. Um, they went all in, and that's what I think. Just going back to the John Robinson being fired is. Eagles, did they did they did they go to the playoffs last year? Or they were right in it, or made or didn't they steal the and win the East at the very end? And now that they reloaded and they're going all in for it. And I think that's a knock that happened with I'm Robinson this past season. They played Tampa Bay in the playoffs too. 
Yeah, they got. I, th- I think they got. They won the the East at the very last game or something. Yeah. And Dallas yeah, yeah. lost or something crazy, and they didn't have a very good record. It was just like, I want to say a 500 record almost. Um, but got in and did okay, but got out, ultimately bounced out. Um, the the more I think about it, I like, I'm like the Titans are more than just a wide receiver away. They are right now. They, they are. weren't last they year. They are. The last year, yeah. But like, I don't know. Tannehill is just—he's on the back end of his career. Like, there's a lot of question marks. Well, that entire offensive line is—is is, needs a look. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to redo the whole offensive line. The defense will be fine. Uh, you need a, another yeah. receiver. You need probably another running back. Honestly, I hate to say that, but. And, and that's not a bad idea, bringing in a new GM just to revamp a brand-new team, give them a new look. I still so. think Vrabel's going to have the big say in it. <laughs> oh, he will. He will. He will. I mean, that's, what it's, right. yeah, that's what it's looking like. Well, guys, I got to hop All on. right. Yeah. Y'all, uh, y'all have a good one. I think we'll I'll close it out later. there all together, why don't we? Why good don't show. we? Good show. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. We appreciate everybody listening, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh shit, I gotta, gotta hit the buy button. Drop that stop.